How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is your host, Saeed, here. I'm doing a solo podcast today. No will on this one. Um, it's been like that the last couple of times. Our schedules haven't been lining up as well lately, but it's all good. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on right now uh, with the coronavirus, so I'll, I'll speak on that and the effect that that's had on sports. Uh, as you guys know, sports have been canceled. You know, just about every single sport has been canceled. So I'll talk about that later on. But uh, um, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Jay Electronica album uh, came out. Uh, so Jay Elect wasn't lying to us this time. He told us his album was going to come out about a month ago, a little over a month ago. And it did come out last and it came out a few days ago now. So um, I want to talk about that because I was looking forward to that a lot. I was really anticipating that album. Jay Electronica was one of my favorite rappers, like when I first heard him come out. And, uh, uh, you know, it, I've been in, waiting for this for a while. So I definitely, definitely want to start there, start with, you know, some music and some hip hop and there's a lot of music coming out and, um, you know, we get, we get some good albums so far this year. So, uh, our, on my last podcast, I reviewed, uh, Royce the Five Nines album. The allegory um so now we got jla coming out so yeah man um that written testimony by j electronica uh great album great great album um i've listened to it probably about seven or eight times now uh i've, I've digested it i've i've um i've sat with it for a while so and i didn't want to you know i wanted to listen to it at least a few times over before I really had a review about it or talked about it because it because you know you know you get excited when you first hear it and then you know you just want to sit with it a little bit and um and um yeah man I, it's I it's incredible I really I really liked it man I really I really felt he lived up to the hype for the most part um as you guys know jay-z was basically on every song just about so it was it was essentially a collab album and some people are saying is that cheating because you know this is your debut album you've you've come out um i know joe budden has said that like if, if jay electronica comes out with his debut album and is featuring you know jay-z on every song then like he was gonna like penalize him for that. He wasn't gonna give him a pass for that because, you know, this is your your first album and we've been waiting for years for it, and you know it's not even like really your solo debut. It's a collab album, you know, and I know like Joe Budden said that he wouldn't, you know, accept that from Jay Electronica. I know he's, I think he said some things about it already. Um, I know some other people kind of feel like that's cheating. You know, this is your your solo debut, and you got like arguably the greatest rapper of all time, like all over it. So it's kind of like you're getting a head start. You're, you know, he's holding. In, how can your album be bad if Jay's all over it, right? If Hov's all all on it. So I I get people's I get people's uh point of view from that standpoint. I I do I do think it's a little bit of you know, a little bit of like, is it really your solo debut album? I, I get that. I get it. People want to see it that way and want to penalize Jay Electronica for for 
for that, but don't penalize the album as a whole. So I'm looking at it. I am going to look at it as a collab album. I'm going to look at it the same way, you know, uh, Raekwon had Ghostface starring on Only Built for Cupid Links, you know, and, you know, we look at that, you know, we do look at that as a Raekwon solo album, and it is a Raekwon solo album. It is his solo debut, but, um, you know, we we do give Ghostface a lot of credit for for his work on there as well, so I'm going to look at it the same way where... Where like years from now we will look back at J this being J Electronica's solo debut, but I think we are gonna remember it in the same way where we're gonna say you no know, Hove is part of Hove's disc discography now too, and uh, we're always gonna know he had a big part of it. So I'm looking at it as a a collab album, and I'm taking it, I'm reviewing it in that way. I'm not gonna uh, take points off for for J Electronica having Jay, Jay-Z all over it. So going forward with that, I mean, when I, I, I mean, there's not, there's nothing I can, neg there's nothing negative I can say about the album. I just wish it was a little longer. Um, I typically like shorter albums anyways. And I said that on my last couple podcasts, how I feel like, you know, um, when I talked about Eminem's album um, and Lil Wayne's recent album, um, I, I talked about how I felt both of those albums were way too long and they could have cut down like five to 10 songs each and it would have been, you know, a much better cohesive project. Um, so I do like shorter albums. Um, so it's rare that I think an album was, was, uh, too short. I'm usually the other way around where I think an album's too long. I think there's so many, there's so many albums that, that had, that could have been, much more appreciated and looked at in a more higher standard if they didn't have so much filler. And I know a lot of times that's not the rapper's fault. It's the label tr pushing certain songs on that album and this and that. And I mean, that was more of a concern back in the day. Nowadays when, you know, I think rappers have a lot more control over what they want on their album or not. So, so it's not much of a thing anymore, but you still see these as rappers. I mean, I uh, you know, put like 25 songs on their album I'm like man dude like I don't know so uh, but this is a rare, a rare instance going back to my point where I think the album could have been a little longer um, it was basically like the same time frame as Illmatic which is which is pretty cool but you know about just under just under 40 minutes long 10 tracks one intro um you know, one song, Shiny Suit Theory, which is a dope-ass song, but it's a song that came out 10 years ago already. So, you know, I, I do I, I do penalize the shortness of it a little bit, you know, because of that. Um, yeah, it's 10 tracks, but it's really like there's only 8 tracks because one's the intro. And the intro was dope. I actually really like the intro. I think it's a good, it's a good like introduction to the album. But, you know, again, it's just an intro. It's not a song. And then you have a song on the album that came out 10 years ago, which I had no problem with Shining Suit Theory beyond being on the album because it is like a great song. But um, still, like if you're going to put that song on there, at least give us another track or make that song a bonus track. Because, you know, if you're a fan of J-Elect, uh, like I am, you've heard that song already. Um, but other than that, I mean, nonetheless, like the rest of the album was 
I have no other complaints with the rest of it. Um, uh, let's kind of scroll down the track list here. Again, the intro was dope. Um, with Louis Farrakhan talking. Um, all the production. Production, I really I really love the production on this album. I thought it really complimented both Jays on this album. It was minimal, minimalistic. It was, but it was still dope. Um, I know Jay Elect looked like did a lot of the production himself. Um, so the production was great. Uh, I know everybody's talking about Hove man and and his verses on here. Um, it's pretty incredible for Hove to be fifty years old and still rap the way he's rapping. Still basically be better than almost anybody out anybody today um you know how can you not call that man the goat at this point you know like this is unprecedented shit like you're not supposed to be this good at this stage of your career 25 years into your career you're still you're still rapping this way and you're still coming up with new creative ways to rap and and you're you're you know you're expanding your your subject matter you know jay I never heard Jay rap like this about these type of topics before, you know, at least not this much. And, um, and it's just, it's fucking remarkable, man. Like, you know, Jay's already, Jay was already the goat to me, but like now at this point, he's just furthering the gap between first and second place to me, man. Like, and it's, it's, you know, it's incredible. I think, I think a lot of people are starting to really come around to Jay being, when I say Jay, I'm Jay-Z being the greatest of all time. Um, I know like back earlier in his career, you had people that didn't like the commercial Jay, right? Didn't like, didn't like the commercial pop star Jay-Z that, that we got on earlier albums. And, and now He's at this point where where he's no longer concerned with uh, Billboard charts and and singles and radio play. Hove at this point is just rapping for the culture now. I mean, he's already has all the platinum records he can have. Like he's already um, sold millions of records and he's done it all. So so, but people in the past discredited him for being that that you know they call him a sellout or they call him. You know, or they think he's overrated because he's he makes these songs for the radio, and then he doesn't he didn't always give us that like even though to me he'd always he was always a great lyricist, but people that are like you know hip hop heads, so at least some people for the most part, there's most people always respected his skill, but uh, there there would be some people that overlooked his skill level, and and over and didn't really listen to they just skimmed through the lyrics like. He he said on you know on Renegade like they didn't really pay attention to uh, all his real shit because they looked at his uh, his commercial songs and judged them for that. But now he's no longer doing those commercial tracks anymore, and he's just rapping for the sake of rapping, and and he's just you know he's just doing it for the culture, and he's just giving us some of the best verses of his career at a later stage, you know, um, going back to 444, um, and then this project now, and some, you know, his guest verses in between, like, um, his What's Free verse on Meek Mill's album, like, he just, now in this whole other level where he's just, uh, giving you that, you know, that lyrical hove and, and just, it's, it's conscious, 
uh, subject matter and making you think and being the guy he always had this in him and he's done this before so so just people are like oh shit like you know jay was never rapped like this before now he has rapped like this before just not as frequently as he's been doing it over the last couple of years and um it's really it's really incredible to to see how how skilled and 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 just how great this guy is man so um yeah hope that's that's the that's the greatest of all time at this point i don't care what anybody says like you can't it's he it's hard to argue i know i know hip-hop is subjective and you know it's all subjective at the end of the day there's no stats and and you know things we can base it on but like um he has the most things he has he has the most things where you can argue for him than any other rapper in the history you know for the like the, the greatest of all time um so he he spazzed all over this man it was, it was pretty incredible he outshined jay electronica um and he just killed it man um so yeah, I just had to had to express my my thoughts of how great Jay Z was on this album and how incredible he continues to be at this stage of his career. Um, but yeah, just going back on it, uh, all the tracks, all the tracks were were great. There's not one track on here that I, w- I wouldn't score under like an eight out of ten. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess the 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 track that no, nah, I mean, I want to see that. I mean, Flux Capacitator probably the the production on it within it. I don't like the the beat wasn't something I was really into, but Hove again back back to Hove. He spit some, um, you know, his verses on here was what held that song up, man, and and um. Fruits of the Spirit was, you know, one of the few solo J Electronica songs on here. Um, so I mean, I mean, but that was still that was still cool, and that is not a bad song. I'm, try, I'm just trying to think of what what might have been the lows of this album, but there wasn't really any. You know, I do wish it was just just more content, more content on here. If you're gonna make us wait ten years, at least give us, you know, at least give us like. Maybe an hour's worth of music. This was a, about forty minutes worth, you know, or not even an hour's worth. Maybe another another two tracks give us about fifty minutes of content. That that'd have been fine, you know. Um, yeah, maybe if this was like maybe twelve or thirteen songs in total, that would have been cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a great debut for J Electronica. It's it's uh, hopefully we get more music from him. Hopefully we don't have to wait another ten years. Um, a lot of references to his, uh, you know, to five percent, five percenters, and Nation of Islam, and and um, and um, yeah, man, and just the Quran, and and definitely like something that you know I don't I don't know much about. So you're gonna have to. And I, I mean, you're gonna have to use rap genius if you don't know much about to really decipher um, a lot of a lot of the uh, lyrics that he's saying here. That both both Jays are saying here, and even on rap genius, you might not get like everything from there. You know, this is definitely a, an album that that you have to 
research the lyrics and also like might research just beyond the lyrics and look into what they're referencing. So, um, I, I think it lived up to the hype. I give the album like an 8.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, 8.5 out of 10 is a good rating. When I first heard it after like first two listens, I was like, uh, about nine out of 10, you know, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to just review it and right then and there. So I gave it a few more listens, sat with it, slept with it. And, um, and um, trying to look ahead to what the impact is going to be. So I don't know if this is going to be considered a classic um, in the future. But I think it's going to be looked back on as, as an album that, especially for this time period, like with the coronavirus going on and and like this this period in, in history is going to be a period that we're not going to forget anytime soon. So because of that, I think we're going to remember this album and the time it came out and in a time where a lot of us were, you know, sitting in our houses, scared to go outside or not wanting to go outside because of what's going on and, you know, the quarantine and, of you know, staying indoors with coronavirus. We're going to remember this time and how this album was like one of the albums that got us through, you know, a period of time that was was pretty rough, you know. So um I think it's going to be the contender for album of the year. Still a lot of time left, of course. Um, but you know, shout out to Jay Electronica and, and Jay-Z, the GOAT. And uh, thank you for putting this project together and giving us this, man. Um, much appreciated. Definitely great music. And I hope, you know, I hope Jay Electronica continues to, to give us more music. Um, I do want to speak a little bit more about, I didn't, speak about his verses much his verses were all dope and he can still rap his ass off and i wasn't doubting that jay electronica's skills had faded i do think his flow is not as sharp as it was like back then when i you know when i go back and listen to exhibit c and exhibit a he just sounds his flow and delivery i think was just more i don't know what it is but it, it just seems more confident and more like more in control where on this album it's I feel like I feel like it's not as his flow is not quite w as sharp the lyricism is still there but like um yeah the the flow is doesn't you know it's not quite what it used to be but with that said it is he's still better than 90 percent of other rappers out there even for a guy that hasn't made much music in the last 10 years so so he's you know it, it was great to have this album and I think it came out in a great great time um, like we needed this to come out. It's not a great time going on right now, but we needed this to come out right now. So yeah, man, um, those are my thoughts on the J electronic album. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did listen to it, you can let us know what, what y'all thought. So, uh, let's move it on, move it on to, to, uh, the coronavirus and the sports world. This is going to be, it's going to be a quick, just my quick thoughts on it. Um, NBA canceled indefinitely right now. Um, MLB pushed their their season back two weeks, their regular season back two weeks. Everything else is basically canceled as far as, I mean, the NCAA tournament, March Madness canceled, PGA tours canceled, and, you know, just other, just about it. Everything else, everything outside of like UFC basically is canceled. So, 
it's rough, man. It's weird. It's weird to be without sports. It's weird to be without the NBA as we're getting close to what is playoff time and, and uh, you know, opening day for baseball around the corner. So it's, it's a weird time. And, um, yeah, just I just want to share what I think it, I think is going to happen. Or what I – at least I don't know what's going to happen, but what I feel like the NBA – should do if if things get back to normal in the next couple of weeks um for so the nba is uh, at least 30 days they're shutting everything down for a, a month adam silver already has gone out and said that um, so the the speculation is should they just start when they resume playing again should they just start right into the playoffs or should they finish out the regular season and what they're saying and a lot of NBA players want to finish out the regular season and and I get that because if you're fighting for a seeding or, or a playoff spot you know you want to continue to play and try to make the playoffs or try to get home court advantage you know especially if you thought your team was on the way and gelling right at uh, the time of suspension um, but if it gets pushed back too late I mean I think it's I think it's a little too too hard for NBA players to just go straight into the regular not, not regular season straight into the playoffs right away um, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it'd be kind of weird. I think if they were to take, you know, after a whole month of not playing all of a sudden you're starting game one of the Western conference playoffs. And it's your first game back in that moment. Like your, your, your chemistry is going to be off of your teammates a little bit. You're not going to be in playing shape as much, you know, you're keeping yourself in shape. I'm sure all the NBA players are, are keeping themselves in shape, but I don't think they're like, you know, you're still, they're still playing shape and just being on the court and, you know, getting your timing back, even with a month off, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be, uh, ruined a little bit, you know? So I think what they should do is, uh, when they come back, at least give them maybe, maybe not play out the rest of the season, but give them like five to 10 games, you know, five to 10 games, maybe, maybe just five games, just five games to, to get like get their get everything back together, get back in sync, be, and then jump into the playoffs. Um, maybe you might have to make the first round the best of five instead of a best of seven. You know, if if the playoffs were, which were, I think were scheduled to start April 18th, the Vegas pushed back to you know to like May to the beginning of May, then then. Um, yeah, I think that'd be okay, you know, and then now you're playing basketball into July, possibly, and I think that's fine, you know, but the worst case scenario is, you know, all the issues are still going on, and, and um, you know, the NBA has to extend extend their suspension for another month, and all of a sudden, it's, it's already like June, and we still haven't started playing basketball yet at that point. What are you going to do? Are you going to consider canceling the season? There's no champion. I mean, uh, uh, we just hope that it's not to that point, but obviously what's going on is bigger than basketball, bigger than sports, and our safety is is first. But um, if it gets to that point, I don't know. They might just have to cancel uh, the playoffs, and, and at that point, like... Uh, especially as a Laker fan, you're just, it's going to be pretty tough because you just feel like, you know, you're, you're going to, 
this might be the best chance you got. They cancel. They have to cancel this the rest of the season, and then start back in 2020, 2021 season, like in October. And all of a sudden, LeBron's a year older now. Uh, Anthony Davis is a free agent. And, uh, the rest of the Laker team is a year older, and then you're you're not feeling as good, and you don't think you have as good of a chance as winning as if you had. Well, as good of a chance as this year, so you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, baseball as well. Uh, I think it's, I think it's so. I think baseball will be okay. If they if they have to shorten the season. It's okay. I mean, baseball is a, I think, too long of a season to begin with. Anyways, I've always felt that what baseball should do is shorten up the regular season and extend the playoffs. Oh damn! Sorry about that, guys. Playing J Electronica started playing right now. Um, but yeah, because baseball to me, the season's too long and the postseason's too short. Like the season is all summer, then the postseason ends. What it feels like, it feels like three weeks, right? You get, you know, you always felt like they should extend the the divisional series to a best of seven instead of a best of five. Maybe add another round. So if if baseball season becomes shorter, that's okay because. Um, I don't think it's going to affect what their playoff situation is going to be. So, um, I think baseball, I think right now, at least for now, we don't have to worry too much about the baseball season. Um, basketball is, you know, right in this, right before the playoffs. So, um, you know, a bit, the good news is all these teams are going to be arrested. Who knows? Maybe Kevin Durant is going to play in the playoffs now, you know? So, um, the other, you know, March Madness canceling is huge, man. That this is, what do you know? This is serious, you know, because all these, all these, uh, you know, big corporations are are shutting things down. You know, the NCAA, the NBA. You know how much money March Madness makes, man, for those schools. The fact that they're actually canceling the whole tournament, like they're losing out on so much, so much money. So you know when. When you're losing out that much money and and you're 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 shutting things down, you, you gotta take this seriously. So, so uh, it's definitely like no joke now, man, with the coronavirus and and um, hopefully we can restart sports uh, at least within the next couple of weeks because it's, <laughs> it's a little boring right now. Definitely a little boring. Um, See what happens with uh, uh, yeah, with the rest of, with the rest of the leagues here. So, as before I go here, I just want to tell everybody to be safe, stay clean, stay you know, say, take care of yourself, take care of your family. Don't just think about yourself. Think about others, man. Um, that's that's the that's the downfall of a lot of people. We 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 just worry about ourselves and we don't worry about other people. People are already going crazy in the stores, like stealing things or, you know, taking things from people, toilet paper and all this crap going on. Like, or people are just going wild already. So be safe, take care of yourself, take care of your family, wash your hands, stay clean, um, stay indoors, man. You know, don't be out there, don't be out there and, and, 
cause more harm by uh, not taking this seriously so we can get over this quicker, you know? Worst case is, you know, it gets passed around so quickly and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, so many people get infected at one time and, and the hospitals don't have, you know, all the resources to take care of all these people at one time because, you know, obviously we can't rely, we can't rely on our system right now. Um, that'll be it. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Feel the south, feel the south, feel the south.